Hello and welcome to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things group. In this episode, we're going to explore the role of AI and machine vision in the manufacturing digital transformation, as well as trending use cases and the innovation enabled by Intel's Internet of Things group. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern, and I'm thrilled today to be joined by Stephanie Grisafi. She's America's Consumer Sales Director for the Intel Corporation. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. And we're also thrilled today to be joined by Sahar Asani. She's the Global Business Development Lead for Discrete Manufacturing for the Industrial Solutions Division as part of Intel's Internet of Things group. Sahar, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here today. Excellent, excellent stuff. Well, like I mentioned, we're discussing the role of AI and machine vision in manufacturing digital transformation. So Sahar, we know that that's something that's happening now. So what is the role of AI and machine vision in this transformation? We all talk about Industry 4.0 and transformation of manufacturing. And then we have all these keyboards of uh, AI and machine vision, etc. And we want to connect them all together. So I focus on AI and machine vision. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the classic machine vision. In classic machine vision, that a lot of very advanced factories they used to have or still they're having and they're using. They do have an algorithm model that um, basically is already defined for a specific type of product. So uh, we leverage the cameras and that algorithm that is pre-made and taught by experts uh, about that equipment and is being used for a specific type of product. When you change the product, when you uh, change the material, you need to remodel and re-teach uh, the algorithm to the system. But when you come to the AI and machine vision and you connect these new technologies with each other, integration of these two brings a solution that are adjustable, flexible for different types and patterns of the product. AI becomes a self-learning tool in that device. So you can give the first model and it to start learning and optimize itself for different conditions. So definitely a great happening in the uh, industrial transformation enables a lot of activities uh, and brings in autonomy to the factory rather than automation that we had for years. Steph, any follow-up to, to Sahar's comments? I think it's that continuous learning as you bring in these new data sets that um, just makes you uh, perform that much quicker, especially when you're applying AI on the factory floor. Absolutely. That's a, that's a fantastic point. So, uh, Stephanie, let me follow up then. What, what are the benefits that are provided by AI and machine vision compared to already existing automation in factories? Yeah, so when you go back to exactly what Sahar was saying, you're doing that continuous learning. As you add new data points, you're further training that algorithm, and that's going to deliver increased accuracy, increased performance, and it's really going to lead to um, faster decisions happening on the factory floor. And when you look at using machine vision, you can rely on that to do some tasks where those are repetitive tasks that our humans are having to do today that can sometimes be impacted by human error. Like if somebody was tired or they're distracted in their job. Um, so having machine vision be part of the solution on the factory floor can absolutely help improve your overall quality of production. And then machine vision can also be used to help keep employees safe. Um, like detecting whether or not they're wearing the proper safety equipment for the job that they're working on. So there's a lot of great applications and benefits to applying a machine vision solution in the factory. 
Sahara, any follow up comments? Yes, I, I, I think in addition to all of those that Steph was mentioning, consistency is another thing that machine vision brings into the picture, removes human dependency. We have different uh, set of um, experts on the uh, shop floor, but they have different skills. They have different type of vision. Let's be like very honest about it. And then machine vision also can bring in the, um, the view that, uh, on things that human eyes cannot see, but the machine can see consistently. So those are really important. And like Steph was mentioning, we can, cap, we can leverage those resources, expert resources that are familiar with the process in the control layer rather than right at the floor and spending their time on those repetitive tasks. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in Sahar, one of the things that has been talked about quite a bit over the last couple of years has been supply chain. It's really been a, a topic of conversation that has come to the forefront uh, in a lot of different areas. And so how can the benefits provided by AI and, and machine vision help, um, help people kind of uh, create more efficient supply chains? Yes, that supply chain is actually very interesting. You know, COVID has impacted the global supply chain. It's very uh, clearly, we now understand that our supply chain is not automated enough. So uh, AI and machine vision bring automation to the supply chain. And they increase the efficiency and they bring greater accuracy, like as part of the benefits that AI and machine vision brings to the factory. But that's that goes for the uh, supply chain as well. Having technologies enabled by uh, machine vision um, solutions like asset tracking and uh, inventory management, what goes into the warehouse, what comes out, where it is located, and so forecasting all of those, um, it's uh, these are the problems that machine vision could solve. We can uh, the traditional way of using. RFID um, can be removed because, you know, RFID tags, they had their own challenges and problems. They might get broken, lost, and all of that. Uh, machine vision can remove all of those. We can understand what we have in a package and also have a demand forecasting and leverage that data into our supply chain to make sure we have a more reliable supply chain for uh, our production to improve our production consistency. Stephanie, any follow-up? I think, you know, just finding stuff on the factory floor can be complicated enough, especially um, when you're dealing with really large facilities. So um, machine vision can help simplify some of those common challenges that manufacturers have, especially when dealing with just finding things in their factory. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and much like uh, supply chain, workforce shortages has, has been another big topic of conversation. Um, Stephanie, tell us a little bit more about how machine vision and AI can help uh, when it comes to workforce shortages as well. Yeah, manufacturers are absolutely challenged with their workforce today. You know, we have an aging workforce and we're seeing workforce attrition in manufacturing and that absolutely expedited during COVID. We saw a lot, a lot of attrition during that time. Um, due to this being an aging workforce, we're seeing workers retiring. They're taking decades of knowledge and experience with them as they leave. And manufacturers are also trying to recruit new talent. The struggle is real with that. Um, you know, there aren't necessarily, the, the new talent it doesn't necessarily have a desire to remove, move to remote locations. Um, millennials are accustomed to communicating in certain ways. 
So when you look at implementing machine vision, you can take things like a repetitive task, like something associated with monitoring quality control, and not only ensure that that task is done more effectively, but you can also help alleviate some of the challenges with workforce shortages. And so that labor can be applied to other critical parts of the factory. And then when manufacturers, um, manufacturers that are implementing new technology like AI and machine vision, they, they can use this as a competitive edge when it comes to recruiting new talent. Uh, in the US, the industry has a little bit of an image problem. Jobs can sometimes be considered unappealing. They're a little, they're viewed as maybe outdated or lacking creativity. And showing that you're implementing the latest technology in your factories, like AI, can absolutely show that you're leading from a thought leadership standpoint, and it can be used as a tool to recruit that new talent. That's a really excellent point and a great way of thinking about it. Sahar, any, any follow-up comments to what Stephanie just talked about? Machine vision, AI, industry 4.0 are not taking jobs away from workers. They are actually creating new set of jobs. It's exactly the same as the time we brought automation industry 3.0 to the picture. And a lot of people were afraid of um, automation coming and taking their jobs away. But the goal is to just remove those those roles that are more put human in danger, uh, they have reduced safety or are very boring, remove those from a worker's plate and utilize human intelligence in the places that we really require that intelligence to come in and play. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's a great point. And increasing the efficiency of the man hours that are spent inside of facilities, I think, is is exactly what you're talking about and a, and a really important thing as well. And so, you know, Sahar, one of the things that, that we should probably talk about is just that each facility is going to use these types of technologies differently, right? Everybody's going to have different goals and different um, things that they're trying to accomplish. And, and so technology is going to be deployed in different ways. So how does Intel really provide that, that foundational technology, those foundational technologies that allow businesses to use uh, AI and machine learning and in in, in machine vision in the way that's going to best suit them and best meet their needs? Intel technologies are really foundational, as you were mentioning, and they are done in the technology stack. So uh, what Intel provides is mainly the silicon. So we work closely with our ecosystem partner and end customers, manufacturing and customers to understand the current gaps in the technologies and close them continuously to have um, optimized silicons for that specific application and use cases. Also, we work with our partners. We have built a middleware. Uh, it's a software reference architecture called Edge Insight for Industrial that you can see our, in our website. Uh, it helps our partners to have shorter time to the market to build the software solution specific to customer um, problems and they, in the area of expertise for um, in, uh, independent software vendors. We also have provided development toolkits like OpenVINO that could be leveraged by our partners. So basically what Intel does uh, is working with the broad ecosystem partner that it, that it has, also leverages its manufacturing expertise because you know we are manufacturers. We, we have big, very advanced factories. Uh, so we are very familiar with manufacturing processes. We uh, drink from our own Kool-Aid, let's say. 
And uh, so we leverage that expertise, also talk with our uh, partners and customers, leverage that and develop solutions and product that helps our partners to um, be competitive in this very competitive market. Stephanie, any follow-up to, to Sahar's comments? Uh, she, she made some really great points there. I think the only other thing um, that Intel can, can help with is you know, one of the big concerns for manufacturers is insecurity. Manufacturing is one of the top most attacked industries from a, a cyber security standpoint. Um, and security really needs to be at the foundation of any solution that's uh, deployed in the factory. And Intel absolutely has the silicon and software ingredients to help with that that aspect of it as well. Very good point. So Stephanie, Intel is obviously known for making silicone and compute platforms, right? And so how does Intel work with manufacturers to bring these cutting edge solutions to life really? Yeah, so as you mentioned at the, the start, I'm part of our sales and marketing group and specifically on a team that's focused on industry sales. So although I run uh, our manufacturing sales, I have peers that cover, cover other industries like retail, healthcare, uh, education and energy. And really at the end of the day, our intent is to really get a good understanding of what are the end users key problems that they're facing as they go about digitally transforming their businesses. So in my cases, as you think about the factories and they're working from these brownfield environments, or maybe they have the amazing opportunity to build their own factory from scratch. But as they just think about how do we digitally transform our, our business? What are those big problems that they're facing in doing that? And we really look for areas of alignment of the problems that they have with our own strategic focus areas. And so in doing that, identifying those, those challenges, we then pull in um, partners that we have in the ecosystem, like what Sahar was just talking about. We do a, a lot of enabling work with ISVs, OEMs, and ODMs so that their solutions run great on, on Intel inside of it. And as we pull those partners together, like the system integrators and the operational technology system integrators to develop a differentiated solution um, to help solve that end user's problem. So that's part of how we work uh, with manufacturers in this space. I know we're the, the components inside, but we're absolutely part of the conversations happening at the, the end user level. Absolutely. And Sahar, any, any follow-up? Well, Steph is the expert in that area and how we get to the market. So yes, she completely covered that. Excellent stuff. So Sahar, uh, fill us in a little bit on, on some of the other ways that these solutions are helping factories. What, what other kind of um, solutions are they helping to provide for? Well, we talk about uh, Industry 4.0 all the time. We talk about our technology and improving productivity and uh, operational flexibility of the factories. We talk about how making uh, factories smarter, it helps with the manufacturing ROI. But I like to say at Intel, we really do this uh, in addition to the above. We really do this for a greater good, and that's sustainability making factories smarter by machine vision and AI uh, solution helps us really to have an effective use of resources, uh, reduce the amount of energy consumption, increase the reuse and reduce carbon emission. 
So uh, all of this together really rolls into our corporate strategy. Uh, we have a corporate strategy called RISE, uh, which is um, really focused on sustainability. And uh, this is, I think, the greater goods that we do with bringing technologies to the market. And Stephanie, any follow-up? I think I saw a data point somewhere that 75% of manufacturing leaders are citing achieving carbon neutrality for the sake of sustainability as one of their top three objectives. This is absolutely a conversation that's happening at the CXO level of many major corporations around the world. And so how we help manufacturers achieve that through, you know, maybe using more sustainable or <laughs> energy just as a start uh, is something we're absolutely interested in doing. Excellent, excellent stuff. Uh, well, we've covered a lot of ground here and, and talked about a lot of different ways that these technologies can can really impact manufacturing facilities. And I, I want to give each of you the opportunity to give us any final thoughts, any conclusions that you want to draw, or anything that you just want to leave our audience with here today. So, Sahar, so I'm going to kick it to you first. Just any final thoughts you want to leave our audience with? So I just want uh, going to mention that we have a series of webinar coming around uh, manufacturing transformation. So uh, I want the audience to stay tuned and follow uh, those sessions that are going to come during next quarter and uh, Q4 of this year. Um, also, it's really good to leverage the resources available on Intel website. They can go to uh, intel.com-industrials and look at those solutions that we have and see the real-world examples of the solutions. Um, stay in touch with us. We are happy to help if you need any consulting or learning about the latest technology. Intel works on technologies that maybe come to the market in five years, but we are very knowledgeable what could be applicable today as well. Very well said, Sahar. Stephanie, any final thoughts? Definitely check out intel.com slash industrial to learn more about what we're doing in this space. You can also see some examples of um, actual case studies and deployments we've had with various manufacturers around the world. And we'd be happy to, to help engage and uh, help you solve your own digital transformation challenge that you're facing in your factory. So don't hesitate to reach out. We also have... Um, Edge to cloud, ready to de deploy solutions. Uh, they're market ready solutions or RFP ready kits, um, which are have been tested. They're deployed in uh, many factories today, and you can learn more about those as well on Intel's website. That was that was fantastic. You both did such a great job, uh, kind of breaking this technology down for us and, and talking about how it fits into facilities. And um, yeah, of course, people need to go check out the website. It is intel.com/industrial, as you heard both of them mention. So make sure to go do that. Uh, Sahar and Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Of course, absolutely. And make sure everyone to go to that website, intel.com slash industrial, to see real-world examples of deployments via the case studies posted on Intel's website. And of course, you can also look at Intel's MRS and RRK list for ready-to-deploy solutions and contact Intel for more information on the topic if you are interested in learning more. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But for this one, for Sahar and Stephanie, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you again soon.